Through those difficult times of Watergate, I could think back on my own life, all the wonderful, great accomplishments I had in my life and academic honors and powerful positions in government and the United States Senate, youngest administrative assistant in the United States Senate. What is it that God has chosen to use of my life to touch the lives of other people all around the world? My one defeat, the fact that I went to prison. Once like a bird in prison I dwell No freedom from my sorrow I fail Then Jesus came and listened to me Glory to God, he set me free The late Chuck Colson was once known as President Richard Nixon's hatchet man. We're sharing his story on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Chuck Colson passed away in April of 2012. So why are we sharing the story of someone who died four and a half years ago? That's a fair question. The answer is the 2016 presidential campaign. This campaign has reminded us just how rough American politics can be. But Chuck Colson's life reminds us that God is much bigger than politics and that he's the only hope for a nation or a person. GPS. God. People. Stories. The race between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton has been one of the most contentious presidential races in years. But the Trump-Clinton race really doesn't have anything on the Watergate scandal of the 1972 campaign. It sparked a constitutional crisis. Quick history. In 1972, President Richard Nixon, a Republican, was running for re-election. A number of men who worked for him were convicted of breaking into the National Democratic Committee headquarters. Those headquarters were located in the Watergate office complex in Washington, D.C., Hence the name of the scandal, Watergate. President Nixon talked about it in a national address in August of 1973. To most of us, Watergate has come to mean not just a burglary and bugging of party headquarters, but a whole series of acts that either represent or appear to represent an abuse of trust. It has come to stand for excessive partisanship, for enemy lists, for efforts to use the great institutions of government for partisan political purposes. And that's a good place to begin Chuck Colson's story. Chuck shared part of that during Billy Graham's 1993 crusade in Pittsburgh. You will understand, all of you, what a very special experience this is for me to come to the crusade 20 years, almost to the month, after this fellow, ex-Marine Captain, White House tough guy, in the darkest days of Watergate, found myself in a friend's driveway one night crying so hard I couldn't drive the automobile out of the driveway. The reason he was crying so hard that night in August of 1973 was because he had found peace at a time when his world was falling apart. I was witnessed to that night by a man who told me about Jesus. And that night I surrendered my life 20 years ago this summer to Jesus Christ. But what makes tonight so significant today in this stadium is that that man, Tom Phillips, had been a short while earlier led to Christ by Billy Graham at a crusade just like this. So I'm grateful to God for what he's done in my life and grateful to Billy Graham. Just about a year after Chuck surrendered his life to Jesus, he entered prison. 
He had been sentenced to one to three years for his part in Watergate, but he ended up serving only about seven months. Chuck was released in January of 1975, and then just about a year later, he began the international ministry Prison Fellowship. Chuck was now a very different man from the one who had served as special counsel to President Nixon from 1969 to 73. That Chuck Colson was known to be ruthless when it came to getting things done for the president. Jesus Christ had totally transformed him. Here's more of what Chuck had to say about that transformation during Billy Graham's 1993 crusade in Pittsburgh. Just last year here in America, we celebrated celebrated the 20th anniversary of Watergate. I mean, where else but in America would you celebrate the anniversary of a burglary? <clears throat> during all of the... Uh, interviews on the press, and I was interviewed by most of the national media. One of the most interesting was Mike Wallace, who's become a good friend of mine, and Mike did a two-hour special on Watergate. Maybe you saw it. At the end of the special, he looked at me and he said, what's your reaction now to Watergate 20 years later? And I said to Mike Wallace, I thank God for Watergate. I thank God that I went to prison. He looked at me with a startled expression, and I'm sure many viewers watching that on television had the same startled expression, but indeed it's true. I thank God for Watergate and I thank God for prison because through that experience I came to know what it is to have a day in and day out relationship with the living God, Jesus Christ. Can we find a friend so That relationship with Christ led Chuck to discover what he described as the three most important things in his life, hope, meaning, and freedom. I have to tell you good people here, and the older I get, the more important this becomes to me, that I could not live with what I know is in my heart, not the things I was accused of in the Watergate, that's nothing. I could not live with the sin that is deep in my own heart. If I did not know for a certainty, for a fact, that Jesus Christ, an historical fact, that Jesus Christ died on the cross taking upon himself my sins so that I could be free. Prison was nothing compared to the bondage of sin, and I can tell you that I couldn't live with myself if I didn't have the freedom of knowing that Christ had taken my sins away. Second, second is meaning. I travel around the world. I recently met some Russians. They ran up and they threw their arms around me and they kissed me on both cheeks and told me that my book, Loving God, had led them to Christ, that their lives were transformed. I received a letter from a Russian prison where 3,000 inmates had read one of my books and many of them had given their lives to Christ as a result and found freedom in that prison. I recently received a letter from the president of Zambia that was addressed, Dear Brother Chuck. And when I inquired as to what our relationship was, it turned out he'd been a prisoner in Zambia he was converted to Christ, he was discipled by prison fellowship volunteers, and now he's out the first freely elected president of that country. And I look back on my life, 20 years in politics and in government, sitting in the office next to the President of the United States, and I realized I never affected people's lives like that. Think how God has used my life out of my brokenness to touch the lives of others in ways that never would have been possible had I not surrendered my life to Christ 20 years ago. And the lesson of it is so important to all of us. Through those difficult times of Watergate, 
I could think back on my own life, all the wonderful, great accomplishments I had in my life and academic honors and powerful positions in government and the United States Senate, youngest administrative assistant in the United States Senate. What is it that God has chosen to use of my life to touch the lives of other people all around the world? My one defeat, the fact that I went to prison. I can remember being in prison and hanging on the bars and saying, God, get us out of here. You know we're wasting our time in this place. <laughs> and that's what God's chosen to use. The thing we can't credit or take credit in ourselves, the things we can't boast about, that's what God will use. If that's true, friends, let me tell you, what really matters in life is not so much what we do. Of course, do your best. Do everything with excellence to the glory of God. But remember always that what is much more important than what you do is what a sovereign God chooses to do through you. And therefore, your right relationship with God, your right relationship with Jesus Christ, and your obedience to Him is the most important single thing in the world, and God will use it in ways you can never imagine when you truly surrender to Him. Surrendering his life to Jesus not only led Chuck to discover meaning and true freedom, it also gave him hope. I listen to lots of my friends now, many of whom are still in government. I feel their sense of despair. I meet thousands of Americans who tell me that they feel demoralized by the decay around us. Where is the hope? Well, let me tell you, having spent 20 years in government at the highest offices in our land, and 20 years now as a Christian, the hope that each of us has is not in who governs us or what laws are passed or, or what great things we do as a nation. Our hope is in the power of God working through the hearts of people. And that's where our hope is in this country. That's where our hope is in life. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm That hope transformed Chuck Colson. He went from searching for meaning in life through ruthless political power plays to finding his purpose and peace in Jesus Christ. Well, Jesus can transform you, too. And you can learn how at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. You'll hear a few more words about hope, meaning, and freedom from Chuck Colson here in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The Watergate affair is but a symptom of the deeper moral crisis that affects not only America, but many nations. Billy Graham. On every level of our society, public and private, deceit, dishonesty, and moral looseness seem to be increasing. As a result, the very moral fiber of our society is in grave danger of being shredded. What can we do? We need a national and pervasive awakening that includes repentance for our individual and corporate sins. The Bible teaches that there is coming a day when God is going to judge the world by that man, Christ Jesus. And because he's going to judge the world, as Paul said, he has commanded men everywhere to repent of their sins. If you will repent of sin and then turn by faith to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, you can be forgiven, you can be changed, 
and you can make your contribution to your home and to your community at this critical hour of history. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. Franklin Graham traveled to every state capital over the last 10 months as part of the Decision America Tour. And at every stop, he told the crowd that he had no hope in any political party. Instead, this is what he said. The only hope for the United States of America is Almighty God. The most important thing we can do here is to pray. And Franklin is still urging Christians to pray, to pray about who they should vote for when they go to the polls on November 8th. Franklin and his dad were both friends of our guest on this episode of GPS, the late Chuck Colson. Chuck spoke at Billy Graham's 1993 crusade in Pittsburgh and noted that it had been 20 years since he had given his life to Jesus. I look back on these last 20 years and I realize that uh, seven months of them as a Christian was spent in prison. Uh, A good part of them, several months spent in a hospital when I almost died from cancer surgery. I've had some tough experiences. The Christian life isn't an easy life. But I wouldn't trade the worst day of the last 20 years for the best day of the 40 years that preceded it because I know Jesus Christ is true. And today, my prayer for all of you who have come here is that you will find freedom, not just from prison as I did, but freedom from guilt and sin that you will find meaning in your life, and that meaning in your life only comes when God begins to use you, and he can only use you when you surrender yourself. And that you'll find the hope of glory not in the vain things of this world, or not in the powers of this world, but in the one who was raised from the dead and who lives today, the hope of glory, Jesus Christ. God bless you. It's our prayer that God has worked in your life somehow by listening to this episode of GPS. And as you listened, perhaps somebody came to mind that uh, you think would benefit from hearing it. You can tell them all about it, or you can share it with them and your other friends through Facebook. I'm Jim Kirkland. Thanks for listening. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Good